Okay, we didn't do the intro. Fuck! Hello there. It's them. Blast them. Roger, roger. We're doomed. What have we done? This is madness. I got a bad feeling about this. been a minute. You know my favorite thing about us recording today on a Saturday morning? Yes. Um, that so I don't have to work brunch. That. Yes. 100%. Okay. But also, a couple weeks ago, Maggie and I had a conversation. We were like, oh, we kind of miss our videos. Like, yeah. we used to set up the ring light and we would, like, record videos. And yeah. I was like, yeah, let's do that again. Like, we can absolutely make ourselves look nice. So today, um, I am in pajamas. Maggie's in pajamas from the waist down. Yes. Uh, full-on sweatshirt pajamas, hair on top of my head. So we are not doing a video today. No. So we'll start that again eventually. We will. But I was thinking about that on the way over. I was like, did Maggie and I literally talk about doing videos again? We that did. That is not happening today. Yeah, we did not. That, no. No, it is. So killing it. Yeah, we're, we're doing great, guys. Obviously, we were supposed to come back last week. I had some personal shit pop yes. up. And honestly, I'm not going to lie to you guys. I needed a Star Wars break. Yeah. Like, I've had some pretty shitty experiences, all of which were with men, telling me that my opinions on Star Wars were wrong and treating me like I was a fucking idiot and that I didn't know anything. I was like, dude. Wow. I literally, the, one of these dudes. How dare you have opinions? I, one of these dudes, the very first, first off, he inter, he interrupted a conversation between me and my friend when we were talking about Book of Boba Fett. Mm-hmm. And he interrupted us from the other side of the fucking bar. And he's like, I couldn't help but notice you ladies were talking about Star Wars. And I was like, yeah, to each other. That's like, you, dude. <laughs> and like the very first, and he was like, I, you know, I just have, I have some questions. And I was like, cool. Yeah, I actually, you know, I host a Star Wars podcast. Very first thing I say to this man. And then he proceeds to contradict me with incorrect things. I'm like, okay, dude, like, what? Yeah. Why is it? Why Why do you think you know more than me when he like admitted to never watching any of the animated shows, never watching? Um, he admitted that he hadn't watched The Mandalorian, that he hasn't read any of the comics, hasn't read any of the books. And I'm like, how? how what? That why? Why do you think you know more than I do, sir? Ew. Yeah. And like, it's the toxic you, fans for me. Yeah. Ugh. I also did have a wonderful experience you with a Star Wars a fan experience. as well, who he and I mm-hmm. definitely uh, disagreed on Star Wars opinions. But this man who I would put him probably in his like, I would say like 50s, somewhere around that age. Mm-hmm. Um, and he actually listened to my opinions and respected them. And that's really all we asked for. And I listened to his yeah. re- opinions and respected them. Yeah. And uh, that is I, all believe, I believe his name is Tim. Tim, if you are listening, I am going to rewatch The Last Jedi and keep in mind what you said about it, about what did he even say? Like, we were, I was a little drunk. I'm not going to lie. Um, but I am going to rewatch The Last Jedi. And oh, not The Last Jedi. I'm going to relook at The Clone Wars through his opinion was that the Clone Wars is a little too graphic for kids. And I was of the opinion that I think it's more along. The, it's more a parent's responsibility. And I think that that show is really good at not sugarcoating things. Yeah. And I and I think children need that from time to time. Like if we completely shelter children. Yeah, dude. But I don't think the show is for six-year-olds. I absolutely no. absolutely not. But yeah. I, I am actually, Tim, if you are listening, I am going to uh 
go back and look at the Clone Wars and keep that in mind because I am very interested. Like you had a very interesting point of view on that. Interesting. Yeah, but cool. I really loved the fact that this man Yay. just listened to me. There are nice fans out there. And respected my opinion. And he and I left not agreeing. And yeah. that was fine. It yeah. was great. I love that. I love that so much. Yeah. I um, I got yelled at again <laughs> for not watching the animated series or not wanting to. And Dude, like, I, I get it. It took me so long to get into them because I just wasn't a fan of the animation style. But thank now, you. Yeah, which... <laughs> like it's it's a totally valid critique of them, but I will say now that I've watched all of them and I kind of like got attached to these characters. When I went back and watched like the the two D macro Clone Wars, which is a style of animation that I love, mm-hmm. I can't imagine them in that style. Yeah. I, I yeah. So now I can't imagine it not being in the style that it is. But the first couple seasons of the Clone Wars, the animation is super rough. Yeah, I, so my, I, I main, my main argument is always, um, I don't think we would have a podcast yeah. if I actually watched them or it wouldn't be the podcast that we have it shaped as today. It would be <laughs> well, just I mean, us discussing it, I guess. Our, our, sh- our show can evolve. Can it? Yeah. <laughs> no, but it's definitely more like, you know what I mean? Yeah, but like it just makes me laugh. I don't, your your experience with Star Wars and your love of Star Wars and how you enjoy it is totally fucking valid. Thank so, you. It's nice it doesn't to hear. matter either way if you watch. <clears throat> <laughs> it doesn't matter either way. It's completely valid. It's the fact that you're willing to listen to this nonsense that I spew at Absolutely. you. Absolutely, <laughs> I love it. You know that, and that it 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 enhances more stuff for you, which is really fun. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. But um anyway, oh, yeah, yeah, so I agree. I we needed a little bit of a break. We also I think we've mentioned him on our show before. One of mine and Maggie's favorite TikTok accounts, Straw Hat Goofy. Yes. If you guys are familiar with him, he yeah. I'm pretty sure he's on TikTok, YouTube, and Instagram. I believe he does like reviews. So he's, he's just like a fan. He's a part of he's like a, a several fandoms. Yeah, he's a fantastic movie reviewer, has great insights into movies like Marvel, I, Star I Wars, trust all kinds of stuff. his recommendations so much, and he Same. has yet to really steer me wrong. Yeah, like, and he he the thing the reason I'm bringing him up and just saying that we needed a little bit of a breather is he posted a video a couple weeks ago where he pretty much stated and insinuated that he will touch and have a conversation with someone who's racist and racism. He is a black man, by the way. Um, but won't touch the Star Wars fandom. Yeah. That's disgusting to me. Star Wars do better. Like, yeah. fans, like, really? Like, this poor man who's a part of the black community said, I will go up against a racist or have conversations with that or, like, whatever. And he, like, said it as a joke. Like, he was obviously, like, making it. He is a, he is a comedian, too. Yeah. And he was, like, joking around. But he was, like, I'm not touching the Star Wars fandom. Like, I'm not touching that. And I'm, like, that makes me so sad that, we, they, that a lot of fans are so toxic. Yeah, it's... What amazes me is I think that the actual, like, toxic fans in Star Wars aren't the majority. It's yeah. just they're loud they're and the most vocal they're the most vocal Ooh. they're not the silent majority no. or anything they're the incredibly loud obnoxious minority that seems to dominate our entire fandom because they won't shut the fuck up sometimes agreed like agreed. really we literally just got the kenobi trailer which oh my god oh, all the feels. oh we will get into that in a sec but 
we literally just got it and people are already bitching. The Grand Inquisitor's head doesn't look right. This doesn't like, shut the fuck up. You want to know how much I care about that? Zero. Yeah. Zero. Like they're going to. My only thought. And again, we can get to it in a minute. My only thought on that is Aaron did show me a picture of like what he looks like from, is it Rebels? Um, yeah. Rebels. Okay. He did show me a picture of what he looked like. He also showed me a picture of the actor they cast. Yeah. Like a picture of him day-to-day himself like whatever yeah. without any prosthetics excellent fucking casting yeah. incredible casting he has the facial structures my only complaint was why did you add prosthetics to his face maybe the actor gained weight who knows like and that's See, obviously something that honestly, i'm not even gonna touch because that is none of my business i i do but think the way they cast him in his face like he had a very thin sallow face See, what i'm what i'm kind of wondering about that is when we see the Grand Inquisitor, we only see him for like a second or two in that trailer, is we have the thing that goes around his ears, and that's adding bulk to the side of his face. We're also seeing him at one angle in one particular lighting. Yeah, you're right. Like, so honestly, I... That was my only thing. I was like, that was great casting with like his facial features. I was like, yeah, he does all you have to do is put some white makeup on his face. He sounds incredible, but I feel like we're gonna, like, that this is gonna dive into the same nonsense that happened when we got live action Ahsoka, when we got Cad Bane in live action. And these characters that, because we you don't see the same thing. The same thing didn't really happen when the animated series came out and we had live action characters transitioning into animation because yeah, you're right. if you look at Ewan, like Ewan McGregor and you look at Obi-Wan in the goddamn Clone Wars, he's got a, like, a square beard. Like, if you look at you look at fucking like fucking Count Dooku. It's yeah. like they put his head through like a like I saw that like a taffy pull. Yeah, it's animation. It's gonna be. It's exaggerated. Guys. It's you're right. I think yeah. that point alone squashes the argument. Yeah, like you take these actors that we met first in live action, and, and you, then they put them in animation. They look different. They look different. So shut the fuck up. Sit down. Padme's <laughs> waist in like the Clone Wars, you could like your hand around like oh that's unrealistic all right disney yeah like <laughs> disney princess it's stylized <laughs> and yeah. quite frankly i don't care i, didn't I care. do not care yeah. anymore i'm i like, yeah I, 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 I i i'm just so over people <laughs> agreed agreed yeah i just hope i doubt he listens to this podcast oh my god if you do though big fan um so straw hat goofy like we're huge fans of yours yes. and we would love to hear more star wars intake from you absolutely um i haven't checked recently but i am sure he already has a video out on the kenobi trailer and he's probably very excited yeah i mean just he, knowing him and knowing how he reacts to certain fandom things like i'm sure he's i was i was absolutely thrilled when the videos started coming out of the influencers who were invited to uh the galactic star cruiser oh, yeah. thing and that straw hat goofy was there i yes. love that i have my opinions on the the uh star like that that resort thing yeah but you know all of but we're glad that he was included. We're in that. so I'm I'm very yeah. very happy that he was Hell included yeah. in that. Like there is not a more deserving like fan. movie person. <laughs> like he may not be the biggest Star Wars fan, but that man has what is it like three million followers? Mm-hmm. Why wouldn't you support 
that person becoming a part of this fandom because he puts stuff out about Star Wars that reaches 3 million people. That encourages more people to look at Star Wars. More people become fans. And you know what happens when more people become fans? We get more Star Wars. God, people are stupid. If we want more Star Wars, we have to invite more people into our community and not close them off from it because if there are less of us asking for Star Wars shit, then they're not going to give us Star Wars shit because they want to make money and you need people buying your product to make money. How do people not get this? I don't know. Okay. Um, We have a we have a beer we're drinking. Um, Yes. Uh, You don't need to know what time it is. Yeah. (laughs) Mind your own business. Um, So we are drinking the peanut butter pie midnight snack from Abomination Brewing. Mm-hmm. Abomination Brewing Company. Apologies, Abomination. Um, so this one is a stout brewed with chocolate, peanut butter, caramel, and marshmallows. And it is 14% ABV. Holy shit, you did not tell me that. Oh, yeah. I'm I, also still drinking my coffee. Yeah, no, I uh, <laughs> I conveniently didn't tell you that because I wanted you to pick this beer. Great. Amazing. <laughs> um, I, yeah. Awesome. I, I I'm probably going back home and taking a nap. <laughs> I, I hesitate to ask this because we've only had three weeks off. Do you have a hot take? No, absolutely not. Why would you think <laughs> I would have a hot take? Why would I have that? I even watched A New Hope like, two nights ago. Was it? Two I think nights? I texted you. Was it or yesterday? Thursday night. Thursday night, yeah. So two nights ago. What day is it? What's happening? What it's are we doing? Saturday. What year is it? Don't answer that. <laughs> the year was 2022. <laughs> um, no, I don't have a hot um, take, This beer is delicious, did... by the way. If you can find it, go buy it. Yes, Sorry, do it. I... Yeah. Um, <laughs> I can think of one. Okay. I have a hot take, but it doesn't have anything to do with Star Wars. <laughs> because I'm playing Wordle. <laughs> you are not. About Wordle. You are not doing a Wordle hot take. Listen, I Ab- would appreciate it. Absolutely if you not. Did not tell me what to do with my life, but okay. Um, all right. <clears throat> my hot take. Yes. Speaking on how all of the Star Wars Galactic Cruiser is it Galactic Cruiser Galactic? I should know what the name of this thing is. I honestly have no idea. You said it to me earlier when we were first. Uh, just when I was saying I wanted to talk about Straw Hat Goofy's videos okay. on yeah. here, and she mentioned it, and I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? Okay, so <laughs> the the Star Wars, the Galactic Star Cruiser in Florida, the, the like, two-night immersive oh, re- that resort thing. thing. Yes. Okay. So I watched some of the videos. Honestly, I'm not going to lie. I didn't watch that many of them because... I haven't. They, I don't even think I've seen I, any. I think I saw I have some, like, it. weird feelings about this this galactic star cruiser like it's why? and mainly they kind of stem from kind of disappointment oh why? like i feel like the whole idea of it sounds so cool and so fun mm-hmm. but every video that i saw and this is no shade to any of those creators who went i like i hope you guys had a fantastic time and i think maybe because it was a media event none of the videos felt very sincere to me they it, it, it like it just didn't I don't know. I felt like I got weird vibes. It felt very much like this is my job to market this place today. Exactly. And like the, the huh. price tag on it. Let me look up the Sorry. price tag. Okay. So here's the breakdown for the the pricing of the Galactic Star Cruiser. Okay. Um, 
two guests per cabin and for for like two guests in a cabin it's going to total out to um $4,809 for two nights for two nights three guests per cabins two ad- or three guests per cabin two adults one child is going to price out to $889 per night so $5,299 total four guests per cabin three adults one child is going to average out to $749 per guest per night which is going to come out to $5,999 so $6,000 for two nights I this total like total and I I think that's what's really bothering me about this is that Star Wars in my mind has always been for everyone the fact that like Galaxy's Edge exists and yes it is expensive to go to Disney but at least you can go there this is yeah I, I feel like this puts a class divide yeah. In the Star Wars fandom, and I and it Your really rubs, family cannot do that. Absolutely not. It, it it really rubs me the wrong way. Would I go in a heartbeat if asked? Absolutely, hundred percent. Yeah, no, no hesitation. I might. Yeah, like <laughs> okay, I mean, but what I want to know what's all included. Sorry. I just, yeah. Oh I just no, it's like it's like meals. Um, so you're not paying for food. Yeah. Let me see what what you get in the breakdown. This price, it does include meals, a one-day entry ticket into Disney's Hollywood Studios to visit Galaxy's Edge. You're also going to have, um, like, this includes activity. Or wait, no, it doesn't. Yeah, I was like, what kind of activities wait. are included? That's what I want to know. Package includes two breakfasts, two lunch, two dinner meals per guest with gratuity included for dinners and one quick service meal consisting of one entree and either one non-alcoholic beverage or if age 21 and over one alcoholic be- beverage where available um yeah so it's just meals and shit um i don't know it just the 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 lack of the lack of sincerity in all the videos that i saw and again that is no shade to any creator who yeah. went like no but um but the the lack of that versus in added on with that price tag I just, I don't like that it excludes a majority of the fandom. And, like, the, the whole thing that... that and that they're not Wars... giving you, like, I want to know what adventures are included. Yeah, like, I know there's, like... Do I get, like, a lightsaber duel with some of the stage combat actors? Yeah. Like, do you get to interact and, and they teach you how to wield a lightsaber? Like, do I, they get, do, like, at that I price? Do think, Come on. I do think that there are some things that are... Um... Do you have to fly the Millennium Falcon? Like, <laughs> do, do you know you what I mean? You do all of that at Batu. At Galaxy's Edge. Yes. But I got to push the plane. <laughs> we might have died. <laughs> I, I don't know. It just, it, it bothers me because there's just something about Star Wars that has always been, this is for everyone. Yeah. Everyone has a place That is in not Star your Wars. typical middle class America and family price. Something like that. Like I would, I would much prefer just a dumbed down version of that where it's just the hotel is Star Wars themed and you have like. You know, meals that you can have in there. That's pretty much what it sounds like to me. But I, but like, I think there, there's a lot more interactive stuff, and I know okay. that there are characters in there that you can meet, and that I, I saw there was some sort of like dance thing that happened. I don't fully understand. I don't know. I get weird vibes from okay. it. I get, I get some weird vibes, and I, I just, it's a little disheartening. And I hope that in, in the future, Disney will, you know, maybe tone down the experience in the Galactic Star Cruiser. And make it just a Star Wars themed hotel where you have actors walking around. 
that's pretty that much what thing. it sounds like to me. So yeah. the fact that they're putting it at this price, which yeah. that's exactly what it is, I did, is bullshit. I did see one part that I thought was really cute and really clever um, that Star Wars did. Because when you go on this, you're supposed to be on a spaceship, obviously. Yeah. And obviously, you're just in Florida. Um, you're just in Florida. But they do have, like, an, an outdoor courtyard area that's like a... Um, what did they call it? They called it like an atmosphere simulation type area. And you just go outside and you're just outside in this lovely thing. But they set it up like this is a room. So in... it's like a VR experience almost. Oh, no, no, not even that. It's literally you're just you're just going outside and seeing plants and like, you know, air and shit. But they set it up like this is a room in the starship where you can have this like plant life. Ex- I thought that was really cute and clever. OK, I like I, I did like that. And I will and I will say that. And it does. It looks like it would be a really interesting experience to have. I can't I can't say that it'd be like a really fun, exciting experience because obviously I have not been. But I just wish it were accessible to people. Yeah. Like that's the whole point of Star Wars and that that everyone can find something in Star Wars and see themselves in it. And when you put a price tag like that on it. I can't see myself in Star no, Wars. No, that's not. Like, I can't afford that. Yeah, absolutely not. So that's that is my that is my hot take, and um, I hope you know. Hopefully, things will change in the future, and we'll all be able to experience that, regardless of whether or not we have you know six thousand dollars hanging around for two nights. I don't have six thousand dollars hanging around for like, no, ever, no, really, like. <laughs> Dude, that's crazy. Yeah. So um, my hot take. It better not be about Wordle. Okay. Um, my hot take is going to be that apparently I need to pay more attention. <laughs> I didn't know that uh, C-3PO has a red arm in the newer movies. Did you- Aaron literally had to Google. I was like, what are you talking about? And he like referenced her. I was like. There is literally dialogue where he says, you probably didn't recognize me with the red arm. Uh They call it out. It's a very stupid joke, and I laugh at it. I'm a laugh whore. Well, if you remember that when we had this series where we rewatched the newer Mm -hmm. movies, we did it. I did it. Very high. (laughs) So, (laughs) to be fair. um, To be fair. I don't know. I just didn't remember that. I was like, the fuck? Because it's, it's, not, it's not important to the plot at all. No. But I also, think that's like, my when I think of C-3PO, when you say the word to me, the name C-3PO, mm-hmm. and an image pops in my mind, Yeah, I have OG C-3PO gold robot dude. With a silver from... leg. Yeah, yeah, it's a silver leg. Shit, I just don't pay attention, do I? Huh. Oh, oh nobody does. Everyone seems to forget that C-3PO has a silver leg in the original trilogy. Totally forgot about that, too, and I literally just watched A New Hope. Yep. Wow. Anyways, that's my hot <laughs> that you need to like just just pay I don't attention. Know. Pay attention to details, which is hilarious because yeah. normally I'm the one who's pointing out the details. Yeah. Overly detailed. Wow, oh, Cass. Oh my god. All right, anyway. let's take an ad break here. What I thought you were gonna say, let's take a nap. Uh-huh. Yeah, that let's too. take a nap. <laughs> who knows how long this ad will be. So good. All right. So this week we're talking about Corky Crees and who 
he might actually be. And I was going to name this episode the Quirky Kenobi Conspiracy, and I spelled conspiracy with a K because I was like, ah, it's quirky. And then Cassie just pointed out that that's three K's in a row. So we can't use that. So nope, I'm an idiot that, like that was not paying attention. No, nope, um, can't do that. Yes. The Quirky Conspiracy. What's his last name? Crease with a Is K. That- yeah, I don't well, even know who this person okay. is, and I'm already all about it. So let's talk about Corky Crease. Who is Corky Crease? Corky is the nephew of Duchess Satine. Corky is the nephew of Duchess Satine Crease and uh, Bo-Katan, Though Bo-Katan never actually acknowledges Corky as her nephew. Um, Wait, it's really, just hmm? so he is the nephew of Satine's. Mm-hmm. He is Satine's nephew. He okay. refers to her as Auntie Satine. So we've his first appearance. We actually don't know a whole lot about Corky. Okay. Um, his first appearance in the Clone is in the Clone Wars episode, The Academy, where he's a student at the Royal Academy of Government. And then we don't see him again until the Lawless, which happens like a while later, and that the Lawless is the episode where Maul kills Satine. Oh, so no. that's uh, those are the only two episodes we ever see Corky in. Okay, and he's just there basically helping the Night Owls try and rescue Satine. Ah, so in the academy, Corky is about 15 years old. Okay. This is important. Uh, <laughs> so Corky is basically he's pretty much the fu- what what you would want the future of Mandalore to be. He's being trained in like politics and being mentored by his aunt. He's at this academy. He's like, you know, if if Satine's rule were to continue, it would probably continue through Corky. Okay. So let's get into the evidence of the Corky Kenobi theory. And the, the the Corky Kenobi theory, I should actually tell you what the fucking theory is first. That, <laughs> no, I should probably tell you what. It's been a while since we've done this. Oh um, okay, so the theory is that Corky Kreese is actually the son of Obi-Wan and Satine. Dun, dun, dun. Bum, bum, bum. We know, we have this theory because um, we know that Obi-Wan and Satine met when he and Qui-Gon were on a mission to Mandalore, and they were there for about a year to protect Satine from the um, the, the old Mandalorians. And that is kind that of, like, when their budding watched. romance started? Yes, it is. Okay. So, basically. How long ago was this? We'll get into that. Well, I told you this was all going to be about timeline. I did so much math for this. And by so much, so math, much math, I I basically did a lot of just adding and subtracting. Um, <laughs> but I don't like math. All the math. Okay. So basically during that time on Mandalore when they were on the run, Obi-Wan Satine, they fall in love. And, you know, they have this moment in a, I can't remember what the episode's name is, but an episode of The Clone Wars where basically Satine tells Obi-Wan that she's always loved him, that, you know, they wanted to be together. And he tells her that he would have left the order for her. And like, it's a moment. It's a lot. Um, They're a beautiful love story. Yeah. But they, they both, they both choose their duty over themselves. And then he sings come what may. And then she, yeah. Yeah. Very, very close. (laughs) Okay. Sure. So let's look at the evidence for this for this theory. Satine's only known sibling, the only other Kree's sibling, Bo-Katan. is Bo-Katan. 
And we don't know of no one. No one's ever mentioned any other siblings. Could they have died? Yes. Am I willing to accept that? No. There's only two. Um, Who from the Bo-Katan I've met yeah. and seen, she is very. She seems to be a part of the LBGTQ community. Am yeah. I wrong? No, she does kind of give off those vibes. Yeah, I, that, feel, like, I feel like a lot of people. I feel like the videos I've seen have been like, oh, she's bi representation, or even or lesbian representation. Yeah, like, who knows? Like, but I was like, but she, maybe she is a kid. But she she definitely the man. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not sure either. Like she kind of she kind of does give off that vibe. And she a like, badass bitch who also likes her bitches. Yeah, who knows? But also just the timeline of when. When Bo leaves and joins Death Watch, I just don't see her having time to really have a... I, I don't... Was I'm there to... ever any hint to a romance story with her? No. We definitely don't have one in The Mandalorian. Um, so if there's not one in Clone Wars, then... For all of the the, the uh, timeline stuff uh-huh. I looked up, um, I actually forgot to look up when she joined Death Watch. I know I have it written down somewhere, but... Okay. Let me just look real quick. I was literally in. Okay, so it's around twenty BBY that Bo-Katan would have joined Death Watch. So I mean, she could be a potential, but like I have more evidence to say that she's not. uh, Yeah, Bo-Katan's or that Bo-Katan is not Corky's mother. And my evidence basically is Pablo Hidalgo, who works for Lucasfilm. He is a part of the Lucasfilm Story Group, which are basically the experts in canon. They maintain the canon in Star Wars. So I really don't even look up timelines on this to rule her out as a parent. Pablo Hidalgo tweeted and confirmed that Bo-Katan is not Corky's mother. So, so that's all the evidence that. I need so on that. that. The person who has the final say in yeah. canon literally said uh, no. no. <laughs> yeah, so that's really all the the answer I need to that's rule funny. out Bo-Katan. We, we still don't know if there are other Kree's siblings, but honestly, you'd feel like they'd mention them at some point in time. Like, Especially it's, if you're introducing it's been this a kid minute. who's supposed to be their nephew. Yeah, so we don't know exactly when Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan go to Mandalore for this mission. Okay. But, because the Mandalorian Civil War starts in 42 BBY. Okay. Um, But we do know that, we do know that they go there before, not long before the Phantom Menace. And the Phantom Menace happens in 32 BBY. And Attack of the Clones is in 21, or 22 BBY. The Academy episode happens in 21 BBY. You're right. This math is hard because it's like, it's it's like saying BC. Yeah. You're. Because you're going in different directions. You're going in different directions. My brain hurts after this one. (laughs) That's a lot of math. So. We don't, and and I searched, I can't find a clear answer as to how long the Mandalorian Civil War went on. But that's not to say even after the Civil War is over that there aren't going to be threats on Satine's life. Yeah. Because Death Watch is still a, a thing, well, obviously. Well, from what we're told in, not the Mandalorian, in the Book of Boba Fett, yeah. that one episode that was pretty much Mandalorian, um, there are people around who are human species. Yeah. So have to be in their, let's say, 40s. Yeah. If I'm adding on some age, mm-hmm. who remember this? Yeah, because the woman who but, was telling him well, about the, that, what with what the armor is talking about right there is the Great Purge, and that's happening. That's not the Civil War. No, that's happening My during bad. the Empire. No, all good. It, okay, this is, I was like, wait a minute. 
this ended up being way more confusing than I thought okay. it was going I to was be like, when I was like, oh, this will be a fun fluff episode. No, I'm fucking stupid. <laughs> um, so we don't really have a concrete answer as to. Oh, I like started writing a note and then I just never finished it. Um, <laughs> um, okay. We, we do know that Obi-Wan and Qui-Gon were there for a year. Okay. So if we go and look at the books, the book Master and Apprentice, that happens in 40 BBY. Okay. Obi-Wan is 17. So Obi-Wan Kenobi was born in 57 BBY. Okay. So, yeah. In 40 BBY, he's about 17. That is not the Mandalore thing. Mandalore, ha- it, like, so that hasn't happened. And then Kristen White, who she is the author of the upcoming Padawan book, confirmed that Padawan takes place before Master and Apprentice and that it takes place before the Mandalore mission. So the Mandalore mission happens after Master and Apprentice. So after 40, 40 BBY. Heard. So the Mandalore mission occurs sometime between 39 and 33 BBY because it happens before the Phantom Menace. Well, damn. And if Corky is 15 years old in the Academy episode, then 36 BBY is a strong contender for the Mandalore <gasps> mission. Ooh, things just got interesting. Yes, there's so I did so much math. So he and Obi-Wan potentially were on Mandalore for a mission between... 35 and 36 BBY. Yeah, like 39 and, and 33 because it happens after Master and Apprentice. And yeah. Master and Apprentice happens in 40 BBY. Out of curiosity, when they're on this Mandalore mission, was this before or after they meet Anakin? This is before. So there is there, like 39 to 33 is okay. the only timeline. Because I'm just thinking at, from when we meet him yeah. in um, uh, Phantom Menace. Yeah. How young he is in that. He is 25. He is 25. That's yeah. confirmed. Yeah. Time out. So, Let me do some math really quick. Yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> I told you there's so much math in this episode. Okay. So in 40, he's 17. Yes. 39. He's 18. 18. 38. 19. 37. 20. 20. 21. 22. And this is before they meet Anakin. Yes. And he is for sure 25. If I remember correctly, yes. I will double check right now. So, oh, so no, what I'm saying is this proves you to be absolutely correct. This happened. They are on Mandalore doing this mission. Yeah. Between 35 and 36 BBY. Yeah. I am now convinced. (laughs) And I'm I'm not going to lie. Like, I spent so long trying to like nail down these timelines and where I got this timeline from specifically was um look up her name I've mentioned her before on this show but she is the the quirky Kenobi truther on TikTok it is Julia Christine 77 oh yeah yeah. um I definitely she's the one that that brought to my attention the um that Kristen White confirming that Padawan takes place where Padawan falls in the timeline and the fact that she says it happens before the Mandalore mission. Yeah, so cross-referencing the Phantom Menace to those books, to what they have to say, so far we're on track. Yeah, Obi-Wan is is 25 years old. Okay, so they are probably Um, doing this mission between 34 and 36, maybe 37 BBY. Yeah, like... 
And I was being generous by putting it. I was about to say we can pretty yeah. much narrow it down even more than that. Yeah, we probably can. I'm being pretty generous by saying 39 to 33, but those are the years that we don't have accounted for. Okay. Um. So, evidence number two. The evidence. Look at the evidence. I got so excited about this evidence, I ripped a hole in my. Oh my in god, my you notebook. did. <laughs> I tried to underline it. Just um, so naturally, because we're a podcast, I have visual aids. Uh huh. Absolutely. Look at him. Oh, this kid is the perfect combination of Obi-Wan and Satine. And I am just showing Cassie a picture of Satine, Corky, and Obi-Wan. That's their right kid. Now. That is their kid. That is their kid. Corky has Obi-Wan's eyes, Satine's nose, and he has a strawberry blonde mix of their freaking hair colors. Yeah. And he's got Obi-Wan's jawline. Yeah. You take away the beard, that's the same fucking jaw. Yeah, dude. He's got his dad's yeah. flawless. So... <laughs> Features. That is pretty much my evidence in support of the Corky Kenobi theory. Now, to, to you know, go on the other side of this, I'm not going to say to play devil's advocate because I fucking hate that saying. I almost said it like oh, two sentences I ago. I hate it. I hate it. I, I think it's mainly because just like whenever like a guy tries to like mansplain something, he always starts off with like, but actually, or to play devil's advocate, and I don't care. Um, I do too. But basically, there is a rumor that Dave Filoni intended for Corky to be Obi-Wan and Satine's child, but when he brought it to George Lucas, George Lucas basically said absolutely not. Um, and that's why we have a lack of Corky post the Academy. And we and he shows up again in Lawless, and he's obviously aged, but he looks a lot different from young Corky, who is the perfect blend of Obi-Wan and Satine. Yeah. Um and we kind of get that that moment in the heiress in in the Mandalorian where where we meet Bo-Katan live action. And she basically says that she's the last of her line, um, kind of implying that Corky died sometime between oh, between then and, and Lawless. But that could also so but that could also be a lot of people have theorized that Bo-Katan saying that is like, the, is he secret? Is he safe? Like the kind of like. We we don't talk about Corky to protect Corky. Oh, you know where my mind went because yeah. <laughs> drama. Um, I was like, of course he died because that is another factor as to why Obi Wan Kenobi went into massive hermit hiding on a desert planet somewhere. He just needed to be alone with his grief. He lost a child and his love. That's so sad. And his brother. Oh, yeah. That is so sad. <laughs> that one, too. Not to protect the chosen one. Anyway, we're literally getting a whole fucking show about this case. Yeah, we are. Because we're going to find out in this show. What happened to Corky? I honestly don't think we... we I, I feel like this is going to be a fan... If name isn't mentioned in the show, I'm going to be so pissed off. Yeah. I, I, I don't really think we're ever going to get an answer to the to Corky Kreese's, um well, I hope you know that uh, uh, you worked here today because I am now dying on the hill. <laughs> I absolutely knew what I was, was doing when I did this. Um, but I think, I mean, the main thing I think we need to take away about Corky Crees, like Kenobi or not, I think we all need to remember that Corky is an incredibly stupid name. <laughs> I hate it so much. Can you spell so it for much. the fans at home? For the fans at, at home, 
You spell Corky K O R K I E, and it sounds like a little poodle's name. Yeah, and come here, Corky. Like one of those little yappy Pomeranians. Shut up, Corky. <laughs> like, um, yeah, I think I think all the the main thing we need to to remember and take away from this is that if Corky is Satine and Obi Wan's child, and basically Satine's child that she would have named because Obi Wan wouldn't have known, is that I really question her judgment if that's what she names her goddamn child. Yeah. That woman is not fit to rule if you name a child Corky. Oh my god, that woman is not fit to rule. Like, what is Corky? Maybe what because is... she wanted a K name for the Kenobi and it to still be, like, secretive. She was like, let me do this. What do you think it's short for? Because I feel like Corky has to be short for something. Because you're, you're Cassie, I'm Maggie, and those are both names that are short for something else. Casserole. Yes, <laughs> Casserole. <laughs> Magnolia. And magnolia when I'm upset. Yes. <laughs> also potentially Cassandra and Margaret. Um, but yeah, so what do you think it's Corky Cortholomew? Cortholomew! I hate it. Oh I hate it so much. It's worse than Corky. It's worse than Corky. I'm never yeah, no, let's I I I opened a can of worms Cor-Kanan? that I shouldn't. Have. Thought I could see. But isn't there already a Canaan? There's a Canaan, yeah. Okay. I don't know. George Lucas is also not fit to name things. We have established this countless times. Corky. He, he didn't name Corky, but I'm... I. He didn't? No. God, he names everything else. It's dumb. To be fair, Dave Filoni just stuck with the trend of, like, let's give it an incredibly stupid name. That's fair. Well. Yep, that is... Um, is there? I have a question. Yeah. Is um because I was not paying attention to the credits. Uh, also I don't think they're in the trailer. Is Kenobi a Filoni show or a Favreau show, or is it also like a? I think it's collaboration. A, I think it's a collaboration. I would assume collaboration because they work on on both. I'm I'm assuming both of their names are. Attached I know to they it. work on both. Like they work on both of Mandalorian. They work on both of Boba Fett. But like. You can tell when it's a mostly Favreau show and when Filoni comes in and and takes over an episode. Do you know what I'm talking about? So that's why I'm curious. I'm like, who? I'm looking this up right now. Okay, so this headline says that Jon Favreau is not involved in the Kenobi series. Really? Yeah. Interesting. But Filoni is, right? Um, not... He might be like an executive producer on that. Uh, Deborah Chow is the is the showrunner for Kenobi, which I'm totally fine with. Deborah Chow's an incredible. Oh, a hundred percent. Would that I that, loved her episodes of Mandalorian. That would be weird to me if she didn't bring one or both of them in to direct an episode or two. Yeah, I'm I'm curious to see, but he's not he's not overseeing. Okay, that, that's what we I know. Assumed he was. That's what we know for sure. Zs. Um, well, the fact that there is a woman overseeing makes me more I, inclined very, to think I, we're going to so get some excited. Satine. If we I'm, don't drop her name. I'm so excited it's Deborah Chow. I love I like her, her shit. Um, oh, wait. So the series is directed by Deborah Chow. Uh, Joby Harold is the showrunner, and I'm not familiar with Joby, Terrell, Joby Harold's work. So... Joby Harold did um, 
Oh, produced and wrote King Arthur Legend of the Sword, the 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 guy Richie. Oh. Oh, he worked on uh he was a writer on Army of the Dead, uh Zack Snyder's zombie heist movie. I liked that movie a lot. Yeah, he's got some good credits on here. It should be interesting with he's got Edge of Tomorrow is on his filmography, King Arthur, Robin Hood, John Wick Chapter Three, Army of the Dead. Um So yeah, I'm I mean, I'm very interested to see. And of course we got John John Williams is coming back for it. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, he has to. I mean, if anything, we know that there's a lot of story overlap with Kenobi and the Clone Wars. Am I wrong? Um, it's gonna be just it's gonna be it's this is happening about ten years after Order Sixty Six. Which is Dave Filoni's like favorite thing in the entire world. So yeah, like um, I'm wondering. So yeah, if... we're we're gonna have some trauma. Obviously, we're gonna see Order sixty six yet again from a different point of view. But like, so he, I'm sure there's gonna be an episode or two where he's involved enough. Oh that yeah, he's, like, consulted. Yeah, I think I, I from what it just seems like is that Deborah Chow is the overall director for the series, okay. and she'll probably have individual episodes, sort of thing, like. The same way that Robert Rodriguez didn't yes. direct every episode of Bob, Book of Boba Fett, but he was the director of the series. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, so I'm sure we'll get, I'm, I'm sure we'll probably get a Filoni episode and we'll see Order 66 and it'll traumatize Again. us in new ways. Because it, it's, because why not? Because why the fuck not? Yeah, it hurts every time. Thanks, Dave. Um, I love love a new this, angle. <laughs> I love this new theory, though. I am a hundred percent on board with this. They have a love child. Yeah, I honestly, and his name is fucking Corky. <laughs> of course, it is. The rage I have when I hear that rage. name. Like, why would you name a kid goddamn oh Corky? God, that's hilarious. But no, I I'm fully in support of this. I think it's so funny. Super side note question. Yes. Who is this badass bitch we see in the trailer of Kenobi? Let's talk about that for a minute. Let's talk she's about the a Kenobi new trailer. In, she's a new Inquisitor. I have, I don't know oh, you don't know about her. her. Oh. Like, so the only ones that I know of are the Grand Inquisitor and the Fifth Brother. Those are the two that everyone's bitching about how they look. Oh. Well, maybe uh, we, maybe this can be a if it needs to be a whole episode on its own. Yeah. Um, because I don't know if this is a simple answer or not, but I'm like, what the fuck is an Inquisitor? Okay. Uh, yeah, this will 100% be a full okay, episode, like, but I'll give you, like, the brief synopsis. <laughs> so, the Inquisitors are essentially post-Order 66. They're the ones that go out and hunt Jedi. They're the ones who are doing the dirty work. Yeah, they're doing the dirty got work. So, it, basically, the Inquisitors are either going to be, um, fallen Jedi. Um, so the Grand Inquisitor is a former temple guard. Okay. Uh, of the Jedi, it, like he was a a a, a temple guard. Shit. Uh, uh, like so, the the ones with the yellow lightsabers. They, it's a whole thing. We'll okay. we'll get we'll do a whole episode on this. I promise. Um, or there's also a plot that like Cad Bane was involved in with that, which involved stealing force sensitive children during the Clone Wars. Palpatine' Your favorite thing to do, stealing yeah. up those kids, man. Yeah, it's, yeah, the Sith full on steal babies. The Jedi, we up. just the Jedi, we just joke that they steal babies. Like, I mean, you you can you can say no to the Jedi coming and saying like, "Hey, your kid's force sensitive. You want them to be a Jedi?" And you can be like, "Nah." Yeah, yeah, but but so um so. 
uh, some of the inquisitors are force sensitive children who are brought up to be inquisitors like basically okay. inquisitors are the grand inquisitor is a fully trained jedi okay a lot of them are fallen jedi most of them are force sensitive but they don't have the exact ability of jedi which is why in rebels when we see them they have red lightsabers but their red lightsabers are basically um they have a handle in the middle and then there's a circle. I'm making hand gestures. Um, I appreciate it. So then there's kind of a circle that the blades are attached to, and that circle can spin. I think we see a shot yeah, of that. Yeah, and we see a shot of that, which I... And the I was like, that's cool. Um, Yeah, I'm, like, really concerned because I've always hated the spinning lightsabers in Rebels. It's been, like... It's one of my things where I'm like, mm, don't like that in Star Wars. And that one shot in the trailer, I was like, fuck, they're going to make me like the spinning lightsabers. You're going to uh, like the yeah. spinning lightsabers. Yeah, it looks really fucking cool in live action. Um, In Rebels, they use the spinning lightsabers as, like, helicopters to fly away, and I think it's really stupid. Um, Yeah, it's really dumb. But I have high hopes that Kenobi is going to change that. So basically, they're the ones out hunting Jedi. Which is interesting, because if someone were to come up to me and be like, trivia question, who hunted the Jedi for Order 66? I'd be like, yeah, it's that chip in the clone troopers. Oh, yeah. That's who killed them all. I would have no idea. I'd be like, what are you talking about? Yeah, this it's. I'm really excited to see the Inquisitors in live action. I think the Inquisitors are really fucking cool. Like I've I've been holding off on an Inquisitors episode okay. until we are closer to Kenobi. I figured. Yeah, like they're on my list of. I literally watched the trailer and I was like, "Well, we now have three new episode ideas because I don't know who any of these people are." <laughs> Trust me, they are. I'm like, what the hell? Definitely is going on? on my list, but the, the but the but the the woman that doesn't have like because we have. The Grand Inquisitor, and then the other guy with kind of like sallow skin, and he's got like a wide brim, not a wide brim hat, but he's got a hat thing. Okay. Um, I don't know. But the the Grand Inquisitor and the Fifth Brother, we already know about them. The woman, yeah. she is new. Ooh. We don't know her. Okay, super fun. And from Rebels, we know that there were more Inquisitors that we hadn't met. That's so cool. we're getting to see another Inquisitor, which is just going to be super I exciting. also appreciate the fact that for the entire fandom, mm-hmm. none, all of us are getting a new character. Do yeah. you know what I mean? I've gotten so many new characters because mm-hmm. I don't watch Clone Wars or Rebels, so like I don't know who these people are. So that's yeah. been really fun for me to like watch it for the first time and meet these people for the first yeah. time and see their storylines. And I, for you guys, it's just fun to see them in live action. But the fact that the entire fandom gets brand new people, kind of like exactly. Rogue. Like we all yeah. didn't know who Grogu was, so and now we I, all get I new do characters. think it's I, I think they're doing a great job with bringing these characters over from animation to live action, of introducing them in a way that's accessible to people who don't watch the animation. Oh, hundred percent. Where it's still an exciting thing to see, like what the fuck's that? Yeah. Um, and they're still explaining it because even during that um, Book of Boba Fett episode, that was basically the Mandalorian, where she's explaining the dark yeah. saber. Because you and I did that episode, I already knew all of this. Yeah, but I appreciated that she had that context, and they're they're exp- because I was like for people they're- who are like me but don't yeah. have a podcast, yeah. <laughs> or someone to explain this, like they just learn. It's nice that they're explaining it in a way that doesn't feel forced. Yes, uh, like obviously the scenario in which we sit at my desk and talk about Star Wars is very <laughs> forced. Because this is a very <laughs> contrived situation where we talk about these things. But they're introducing this stuff very naturally within yeah. the shows. And I think, and I I, I, I love that. Um, Agreed. Yeah, I, 
So I think this is just going to be fantastic. I'm so excited. I'm not, I'm also pleasantly surprised and excited because I, so I know we all love to joke around and like bitch and stuff. And we're like, um, girl, most girls for Valentine's Day want flowers or like whatever. I just want the Kenobi trailer. <laughs> most girls for their birthday want this and this and that. I just want the Kenobi trailer. And it did come out my birthday week. I'm just saying. <laughs> um, I, But we also, I think you and I both yeah. set each other something or looked it up and we're like, Okay, actually, the Mandalorian and Book of Boba Fett trailers dropped a month before the yeah. release, and we, so we got knew the this release was coming. date, so we knew that it wasn't going to be until April. So we got it early. Yeah, I like I I was not expecting. I think it, Disney I was went sick on, of us bitching. I went on like I was on Facebook and I was scrolling through and like that Star Wars group that we're both a part of. Sal posted like kenobi trailer and i was like i swear to god if he's fucking with us again i'm gonna i have it i, I was at work so I, yeah you and aaron were the first ones to send it i to me. literally like <laughs> i saw it and i'm like i swear to god if he's fuck i have not met this man in person yet and i'm like i'm gonna fucking kill him if he's doing this if you he's pulling this yeah, oh, if, if he's pulling this shit again and then i saw it and like the 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 person I was with, I was like looking at my phone, and he was talking to me, and like he's just like talking, talking. And I was like, "Oh my god, And he finally just like, "What the fuck is wrong with you?" And I was like, "Shut up, get inside. We're watching like the, there's a Kenobi trailer. It's real, a real one. Like, it's happening." <laughs> like, like, shut up, don't say anything. <laughs> Literally, Michael Scott in the office. Oh my god, it's happening. I pretty much went full Michael Scott. Um, we all. I I was literally at work, and I, I was like, um. Was I? I fucking squealed when I saw the Grand Inquisitor, which I, which still cracks me up that people were bitching about the way he looks, and I saw him, and my first reaction was, hey, yes, yes, because like, I think it's gonna come down to the same reason why Ahsoka doesn't look like Shakti. I think it's mobility. Oh yeah, that and if sense. it's mobility, I'm fucking fine with it. Yeah, dude, look out for your actors, man. Come on. The Grand Inquisitor is supposed, and you would not introduce a Grand Inquisitor without some sort of epic fucking lightsaber duel involving mm. him, because he's a former Jedi Temple guard. The Grand Inquisitor is incredibly skilled. Also, and then people will like point out his species. I can't remember the name of his species. I'm not gonna look it up right now. Um, they're in what is it? They're in Attack of the Clones, I want to say. Or um, they in, like, Revenge the of the meeting? Sith. No, it's where Obi-Wan goes to the planet and like there's the, the alien with a really long head and he's got lines on his face and he's got pointy teeth and he's like, they're here. And he's like trying to be like really um, subtle about if I, it. If I saw a picture, I would know what yeah, you're um, You know, I just said I wasn't going to look at his species. So I'm totally doing it You're now. like, what is happening? Because I don't remember um, that character's name. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Is he okay. the one in... Is he in Revenge of the Sith? He's in Revenge of the Sh- Sith, I think. Obi-Wan's hair is shorter. He doesn't have Jesus' hair. Mm-hmm. I'm just looking at the back of Ewan McGregor's hair, head trying to figure yes. out what movie this is in. Um, okay. But they're, they're the same species. But you know what? Honestly, species come in all different shapes and sizes. Not all humans look alike. Not all... Um, Whatever the fuck he is look alike. Yeah, guys, don't be racist. Yeah, basically, I don't care. Y'all can fucking suck it if you don't like it. Also, they obviously did a well enough job that by that very short clip we get of him in the trailer, you mm-hmm. knew exactly who it was. Yeah. So I knew exactly who he down. was. 
Like, and if this means he can have a badass fucking lightsaber duel, that's gonna be great. I'm fine with that. Yeah. If Ahsoka's Montrails and and Leku being shorter than they are in the animation or shorter than Shakti's are mean that she can do badass fucking lightsaber duels, yeah, because you hired an incredible stunt woman to play Shakti and she couldn't do anything. All I can think about is, um, I don't want to hear a peep out of any of you. Yeah. When the live action Little Mermaid come out and her hair doesn't look like that underwater because hair does not look like that underwater. It's an animation. It's overdrawn. Calm down. Yeah. (laughs) So chill out. Like, and then there are people be like, oh, just a little bit of CG, just a little bit of CG. If anything about the way these live action shows are being run has, has, if we haven't learned anything else, they prefer practical effects. Yes. And you know, I hate the CG that's added in A New Hope. Watching A New Hope on Disney yeah, Plus kind of sucks. don't need it. Like, I'm like, it's so disconnected. It's so disconnected. If you can do it practically, do it practically. That's my hot take. Huh. The CG in A New Hope is disconnected. Okay, cool. We're at the end of the episode. I'm glad you got that in there. <laughs> I finally thought of one. Good job, Cass. Oh, my God. On that note, I don't really have anything else. I don't either. So, yeah. wait, are the... Oh, so I just squeeze one more thing in. Uh, so, the, are the Inquisitors kind of like Death Eaters? Yeah, kind of. Okay, great. Uh, they're kind of like... Um, Oh, you had to squeeze in that reference. To... Not necessarily like Death Eaters, but like the elite Death Eaters. Which is what Death Eaters are. Yeah, but like think about like the... the... Is there like an elite squad of Death Eaters that goes out and hunts? The Malfoys? <laughs> sure, they're like the Malfoys. Let's go with that. He's <laughs> so bad. Bellatrix? <laughs> they're all Bellatrix. That's hilarious. Um, yeah. They do have a little bit of craziness to them. Well, there we go. Yeah. All right. Well, that's our episode. Yeah. We back. We back, oh, we guys. Back, which is, for the next couple of weeks, we'll probably, like we said, we'll probably dive into um, pretty much what we saw the, from the Kenobi trailer to expect that I know nothing about. So, okay. Woo! It's going to be super fun. <laughs> it's going to be great. We're going to talk about some Obi-Wan shit. Yeah. Everybody have a great week. Yes. Be, in, be nice fans. Be yeah. kind. Like, you just don't be dicks to each other. Just don't be dicks to each just, other. Be better. Yeah. I really am about to pee my pants. Do um, it. All right. Bye, guys. Love you. Bye. Mean it.